0: set and we're ready to record hi everyone this is really life podcast and i'm Dee. welcome back and hello to the new listeners due to the wonderful covid slash rona hell my daughter and i are in quarantine the best part about it though is she will be with us today mom here hi and my daughter so one of the things i've been wanting to talk about and it turned out being really perfect having my daughter here is we're going to talk about bullies sometimes in the workplace are called hazers and actually what they are in general are abusive people bullying is a form of abuse some people don't like to hear that because it sounds a little bit harsh Especially when a lot of it happens in schools, but the bottom line is that's what it is. Whether they're 13 in your child or 33 in your coworker, if they're being bad bully, then they are being a bad abuser. So first, I want to talk about, of course, like I just said, they can be 13 or they can be 53. If they are in any way threatening and in your face or violent physically touching you then they are definitely stepped over the line from being a bully to an abuser and they are to be reported whether you are in school or at work. Bullies are people that have aggressive behavior in order to hurt. They like to control. They like to belittle another person. They're basically they're seeking power because they have low self-esteem. They feel powerless. They just have a need to, like, live off other people's emotions. And it doesn't matter if it's anger or fear or panic or tears. That's what makes them feel better. And obviously, it doesn't last long for them, so they just continually keep doing it. A few are unaware of their behavior, but it's pretty rare. Most bullies know exactly what they're doing. That's the whole point for them. They need to know that you're afraid or angered or... Anything that makes them feel powerful is when they feel like they have control over us or they've caused us to feel like we've lost our power because then they feel like they've gotten to take it. Most bullies feel envy and jealousy over most people, their lives, the way they are. And bullies will seek out people that they see as quiet or super nice. They'll try to find people that have, like, so-called flaws, people that have issues physically because they feel like that if they can pick on that, then they're going to get emotions from that person. So they'll do that. People with history in school, maybe something happened last year, and they'll just keep bringing it up and bringing it in your face, you know, trying to get a reaction from it. That's some of the stuff they like to do. What have you seen in school or experienced of what a bully does? How do they get people going like what do they do
1: kind of what you said they'll bring things up from the past and kind of just make it a big thing and they'll get their like little friend group say things about you or somebody else to make you mad Yeah,
0: you have any bullies like that will pick on people try to get people to cry or you know just to get them really really upset and then yeah. start laughing at them mm-hmm. and do you see it a lot excuse me obviously we don't see it as much because covid Mm -hmm. but is it as bad in school as it used to be or do you think it's the same or worse
1: i think it's pretty much the same people just don't see it as much because they like to be sneaky about it and they don't try to like make it such a big deal they try to like do it on the low and be
0: yeah sneaky yeah 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 those are the worst Mm -hmm. yeah those are That's one of the ones that we were going to talk about when you got the trying to be sneaky about it or make sure other people can't see it or at least people that are going to do something about it or teachers and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. It's always good to try to have someone with you whenever you have to be around them. Mm -hmm. Or if you know, like, they're always in a certain spot when they're going to be bugging us or something, it's always good to tell an authority figure whatever either to save yourself from not having to go through it or they can stand on the sidelines to witness it because obviously that's a big thing with bullies that's not witness, and it's one of those hearsay things mm-hmm. which to me is terrible a bully is a bully i don't like bullies so i get really passionate when i'm thinking and talking about it did you know because obviously you know we've talked a little bit about how to behave and what to do if you're got people acting like that towards you but did you know that they feel weak and powerless and that's one reason Mm -hmm. why they do what they do yeah they seem all powerful you know get the big mouth and they just trying to be all tough and cool when in actuality the only way they feel that way is because we give them the pleasure of being sad or upset or crying or whatever the situation may be i'm going to tell my story in a little bit about my bully Bullies. So, like you were saying, the worst part about it is the bullies seek out the nice people. So, when you're dealing with a bully, one thing you could think about is usually it's a nice person that they're wanting to pick on, or it is just someone they know that will be quiet. You yeah. know, may not tell on them, may not tolerate it. You know, will tolerate and put up with them. Let's see, they use intimidation, fear, influence, isolation, harassment. And like we were just saying, those pretenders, those sneaky, quiet ones, they're subtle and they're hard to expose sometimes. And the worst part about them is they grow up and Mm -hmm. they get worse because they didn't get consequences when they were younger. That's another thing that we'll go over a little bit about bullies, is without consequence, they won't stop. They'll continue. I mean sometimes even with consequence because it's an illness within them so if they're not getting any kind of help for why they're being a bully they're just going to continue to do it i'm going to go really quick into my story so that we can get that out of the way and i can give a good definition of what i went riding the good old living life and I was not in a good place as far as feeling great about life and myself and um, I missed my other kids that were from the marriage at the time so I had a, a lot of sadness and these two ladies in my office started doing bullying with me but they did the kind of bullying that you were talking about. I would come in, and we had these things on our computers for scheduling and doing stuff. And you set it up to how you can read it and see it really well. Mm -hmm. And I'd come in, and they would have it totally minimized to like 1%, when it's normally at 70%. And it took at least 20 minutes to get it all back in the right and correct. And, And then they would move appointments, which wasn't even hurting me. It was also hurting people coming in for appointments they would mess with my desk they would take stuff out of it they would make it so my drawer would stick a lot of it we would call the hazing stuff mm-hmm. make paperwork missing just and it would affect the whole office but then since I was one that was supposed to be doing it or handling it then it was looking bad on me because obviously I couldn't find it it was mine and I went through it for a couple weeks and I just wasn't saying anything it was like I didn't want to deal with it. I had enough on my plate. I just was letting it go. And, but it got worse. And then I started dreading going to work. And I didn't want to deal with them. I was already tired. And this was also when I started getting really, really sick. So it was just a lot. And I remember the depression, the, like I said, dread of going into work, the dealing with them. Because I knew how to stand up for myself. I knew how to deal with it. I just didn't want to because i was already so weak you know Mm. they were just making me feel weaker so then i finally got to that point where i couldn't take it anymore and i would come in and find something gone or missing and i would call them on it and then if my computer wasn't working right i'd tell them i'd have to sit at their desk because something happened to my computer or one of the girls had seniority so i'd ask her I don't know what happens, my computer keeps doing this, can you fix it? Or I can get IT, what well, they do want me to get IT, because then there's when going found out what they were doing. So the one girl fixed it, never had it happen again. So I just started doing little things like that, but I didn't like it and I didn't want it. I mean, I go home and cry, mm-hmm. because I had enough going on, and then I had to go to work and be strong and deal with these guys, and I had to focus and all that. And by the time I got home, I was so tired. <laughs> I would just cry and be like, "Oh, I can't do this anymore." It was getting so annoying. So that's my story. What I went through and how it went on for months. I mean, this wasn't like you know a couple of weeks. And I even had a meltdown with my boss, and she wouldn't do anything because she didn't want to get in the middle of the office bickering. So again, no consequence. If they have no consequence.
1: They keep doing it. Then they
0: just keep doing it. Why stop doing it? And then the one girl, um, I still can't remember her name, and I'm really glad. That makes me feel good that I can't remember her anymore. But she would lie. She would outright lie. The other one had a little more of a conscience, I guess. She softened up and kind of stopped it a little bit. But the other one just kept trying, and she would lie about everything. She was Oh, I remember her name. Start with a J. She was horrible. (laughs) I was so glad when I was able to leave work and I started the daycare business was really excited when I could finally leave them. I love my job, but I really hated working with them. They weren't worth the paycheck I was getting. Um, any thoughts on that? You're just too talkative. I know. (laughs) I don't know. What would you have done? Crumble? No. Yell at them?
1: I don't let people talk to me mean or like do things like that to me. People know not to like try and be mean to me because they know that I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna let them just walk all over
0: me. Well, what do you do to let them know? I
1: call them out on it. Like, if they try to say something, I'll call them out and say, you shouldn't be doing that. And I do the same for my friends so they know who to not, like, try and bully or talk about or any of that.
0: That's good, because it takes a village when it comes to bullies. Mm -hmm. Everyone, they has to back up other people. What if you went in and your paperwork was gone and the computer was all messed up and you sat down there was gum in your chair? What would you have done or said to the lady?
1: Well, do I know it's the ladies or am I just like... No, it's definitely them. Okay, then you go talk to them and you say, why are you doing this? Like, what did I do for you to want to? And
0: they're like, I do what? Yeah. We didn't do anything. I don't know what happened to your computer. <laughs> That's how they would talk to him. <laughs> That's
1: annoying. That would make me mad. Yeah. Like, I know it was you.
0: So you just come out and say, I already know it's you. Mm-hmm. Knock it off. Yeah. Now, there are lots and lots of bullies out there. There are the quote unquote different kinds. You have your verbal, your physical, you have serial bullies, which is just like serial killers. You know, they're just constantly over and over and they have their own little style. And you have gang bullies, cyber bullies, subordinate bullies, which is means, usually your boss is the bully. You have your, um, like I said, co-worker bullies. You have your sadistic, which is someone who's mean and cruel and they enjoy it. Like the more upset you get, the more that you'll see they'll get excited and happy about you being upset. And then you have what they call the psychotic bullies, which is... They're very abnormal in their thinking, their behavior is kind of strange. And then I also want to go just fast because this kind of steps over a line of behavior. Psychopath, which they have no conscience whatsoever. They can pretend like they do, but they really don't. And there's a sociopath who has a little bit of a conscience, but they still do the behavior anyway. And usually those types of bullies, they step right into just being abusers, but they'll start out small, just like any other abuser. You know, they start out little. So you have the kind they're loud and in your face. It happens probably a lot more in school, right? Mm-hmm. And like you said, they purposely drag other people into it and try to go you and got, you know with the other people around. They get out loud they're not private about it trying to make you feel small Mm -hmm. around a bunch of other people the ones that try to argue those are the worst because they're thriving off that arguing Mm -hmm. when you argue with them they're like in seventh heaven because you're giving them all the power they want and then there's the threatening bullies obviously you know i'm gonna kick your butt you know and they go into all that um the ones that like to fight there's road ragers those are considered bullies pushy salespeople. The really obnoxious ones, uh, they get you tell them no, and they, they're they like, well, what do you mean no? Don't you want to see this? And they actually start getting really pushy, and that's actually considered being a bully. Our neighbors can be bullies. They get hostile. We can have bullies in our family. They can be bully teachers, supervisors at work. Um, anyone and anywhere, we might meet up with a bully. I mean, you can get them in um, religious organizations, because churches, it's a social... Gathering, And there's always going to be one. Social get-togethers, social cliques, um, the internet, uh, government. We have lots of bullies in the government. Pretty much anywhere you go that there's people, there's a probability that you might run into a bully. There are ways that we can help ourselves when we are encountering a bully. I like when, what, what's one of the things you said is, like, saying something to them, calling them on it. Mm-hmm. Have you seen other people that aren't able to do that? Yeah. Can you tell me of an example of something you saw a bully doing something to someone that...
1: Um. There's a few girls that were in my class last year, and they'll, like, they'll say it out loud, like, in front of the teacher and everything, and just start, like, constantly saying stuff to get somebody, like, upset like, or wrapped things? up. Yeah, like, they'll say, like, indirect things, but the person knows it's about them. Right. And they'll continue to do that, and the person won't say anything because of the teacher, first of all. And the teacher's not doing anything. Or because they're too scared to say anything because of these girls.
0: They don't go to a teacher or a counselor? Mm -mm. And why do you think that is?
1: Because most of the time, the teachers don't do anything.
0: What about the counselors?
1: They don't really do anything either. It's because they don't want to create drama. They... We have these things where they'll put in an order where you they'll switch your whole schedule around because you can't be in the same room as somebody. That's all they'll do is they'll switch your schedule and make sure that you're not with them at any time. That's all that they'll do. Do they ever have any
0: like I know now not with Rona and everything, but do they do bullying sessions or lectures or any of that stuff at school ever?
1: Not really. I remember we used to do it in elementary school, but now we don't do it as much. We only do like the suicide prevention it's
0: called. That was one of the things that a lot of the articles I was reading was there's no consequence so obviously they're going to keep doing it. Mm -hmm. And a lot of workplaces will do the same thing. It's gotten better over the years because as we evolve into better human beings there are a lot of companies now that immediately upon hiring you're told about the bullying procedures. And it won't go on. They have zero tolerance. Mm-hmm. Because it's it's harder to go to school. You don't want to go to school because you feel like you're going to be being bullied or picked on. Same with people that don't want to go to work. And it can be your boss. It's like, and where do you go? One of the things I recommend is going to a higher up and trying to explain to them. And then if they're not going to do anything as an result, you have to make the decision. Is this job worth it? And that's hard. When you have a paycheck and you have a job you might love, But because of this person, because as an adult, you can keep calling out on a bully. They don't care. They just keep going. So you have to shut them down by what you said. Just tell them to stop and walk away. And a lot of times they'll just keep coming at you in your face. Or they'll start messing with your work like they were doing with me. And if it gets continual and no one's doing anything, there's no consequence. They are not going to stop. This is like their drug. They're not going to stop. That's a very hard thing, and I think about that with kids at school. To me, it's terrible. They should be putting a stop to bullying any time it happens. Mm -hmm. Because bullying can cause depression. It can bring some people downright to suicidal because they're being bullied so much. And like I said, they're the quiet, more meek, and they will pick on the person so bad that they are already don't feel good, so then they have this bully that they don't have the strength inside to stand up to. And they can't go to teachers, or they feel like they can't because they're not doing anything about it. And it's very, very hard, especially for teens, and what you guys go through just in living. So one of the things with teachers and bosses and um, higher-ups and authorities, you know, wanting to minimize it or dismiss it, It's because people don't want to deal with stuff. It's really, really important that we understand what bullying does, what being abused does to people, even as an adult. It can be very hard, very trying on us emotionally. It comes to the point where you want to keep the job and you're having a hard time, then we have to do the reaching out. To our friends, you know, counselors, if we're seeing one, there's lots of hotlines you can call just to talk. Just share what's going on. And you need to get it out and off your chest. One of the really good things is role-playing. I love role-playing when it comes to, okay, I have this job interview, and, and I'm not sure what to say or what to do, and I'm nervous, and there's this bully here, and there's this person at work, and I'm not sure what to say or how to say it to him or I'm afraid to. So then you get a friend or a mirror if you have to, and practice. Don't talk to me that way walk away doing all this stuff inside your mind to feel like you can do it because it's hard sometimes we don't want to face up to our bullies we want to just ignore them but we never can because they're still in our ear constantly doing it so we have to make sure that we're still getting rid rid of the emotions whether we're you know just ranting and raving to a friend and letting them know or going off and going online and posting about bullies you know something but anything to get out those emotions that they're causing. And then, of course, number one is to keep reminding ourselves this is all about them. The bullying seems like they have the upper hand. They feel like and seems like they're the better because that's what they want to do. But they're the ones with the issue. They're the ones that have low self-esteem. They're the ones acting like four-year-old childs. They're the ones playing the head games. When you're focusing on that they have the problem, It helps a little bit for us, for our own esteem, to say, man, these guys are weird child babies. As much as they evoke emotions in me, I'm not gonna go around and let it mess with my day. And I know it's not easy, believe me. Those girls brought me to tears, I don't know how many times when I got home from work, but mainly because I didn't want to deal with it. I just had enough going on. Once I started dealing with it, I felt good. You know, a lot more smiling, feeling a lot better. Didn't mind going to work. Did everything I could on how to deal with these guys. It's not socially acceptable at work, but if someone comes up to you, some bully, and they're like, blah, 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 or they're nitpicking on you or something, you'll look at them and give them a little smirk or a half smile, kind of shuck them off like a little ant and walk away. You're not supposed to do that when you're an adult. Be that kind of rude, but you can do that as a teenager to a bully. They don't like that because they got nothing. Mm-hmm. They got you going eh you know, walking away from them. But just saying stop and walking away, just walking away in general. Because sometimes like I said, when we don't feel it in ourselves, it, it's good to just walk away. Don't even try to say anything. Obviously don't just not reacting. If you have to like you do, be calm or but firm. You don't even have to be firm. Just be calm and use very few words. Don't talk to me that way. And always try to do an exit, if possible, or a look away. You know, if they're going off, and, and just go, Stop. I don't want to be talked to that like that. Thank you. And then just continue with whatever you're doing to make sure it's shut down, because they want you to get all excited, because they'll get back in your face, and they'll try to get you going, and just do whatever you can to just, eh, blow them off. Just keep doing that in your mind over and over. You know, they're little ants on your shoulder, and they're annoying. you got to keep rubbing them off. Obviously, having witnesses around is always really good Is an adult or at school. Sometimes just pretending like you didn't hear them and walking away. They say something and you just do something else like you never even heard them. That's always a good one. Sometimes they'll keep trying, but if you keep doing enough times. I love that you stand up if you see a friend being bullied. When I was in junior high school, I was the bully napper. was i didn't like bullies and i was kind of crazy in high school and i was the girl that got into fights and all that good stuff and got into trouble at school but it didn't hurt kids and i wasn't mean to kids and i wasn't a bully i couldn't stand bullies so they were the ones that i was getting into fights with in school because i couldn't stand you know they'd make kids cry i mean just bawl their eyes out they would just be so mean or they pass gossip about them and then they would go up to them later and say oh yeah yeah i heard about this about you about you know getting their face and causing them to get all upset i no no, no. that's just Ugh. it's terrible and that's one reason why i said something about making sure that you're sharing because they do cause us to not feel good when we're getting bullied don't walk on eggshells that's a big thing for me If you have to go into a classroom, and this is even with a teacher, and the teacher's kind of a bully, someone needs to be told. Even if you don't feel like you can do it somewhere in school, then do it at another school you go to. Or tell a parent, or tell a friend, mom or dad. Somebody needs to know. It needs to be verbalized, and someone needs to be aware of the situation you and or your friend whoever's going through there's someone else that knows because someone else might say something too and then hopefully a consequence will ensue at some point point. and it can seem so much easier said than done like i said in the beginning when they were hazing me and just giving me a hard time i felt like a eighth grader in school being bullied i didn't have it in me to speak up or to tell them to stop or any of that I know how hard it can be but these people are messed up they're sick they're weak minded um, they're they're sad and they literally are trying to feed off other people's emotions to feed their sickness I always try to like I said not be emotions and then go cry later sometimes it doesn't matter what you do with a bully it's not gonna stop them there are those kind that they can't especially the ones that have absolutely no conscience they don't care and they will continue and continue and continue. And those are stepping over the line bullies. And I don't care if you're an adult or a child. Report their ass. Because it's wrong. Bullying's wrong, period. But if they're serial or threatening in your face, nonstop bullies, make sure someone knows. There's no they have no right to hurt people like that. One of the they had something on the video or whatever and they showed this bully and how he was acting And I thought, oh my gosh, he looks like a loud, whiny little baby. And this was an adult situation at work that this person was going through. And the guy was bullying the other guy. And I'm like, we know when you're away from it, Mm -hmm. it's so easy to say, oh my gosh, you look like a whiny little baby, going off trying to be mean like a little kid. I've been doing all kinds of talking. You're not saying anything. You have anything to say?
1: Well, I don't know what to say. Guess a certain, my, my
0: podcast partner, I guess say something. Any ideas or thoughts about anything we've talked about? Any good suggestions for anyone? Like anything been coming into your brain why I've been yakking my mouth off. You have to say no, you no. can't say. <laughs> <congrats. laughs> we need to, when we're dealing with bullies, remind ourselves. Just like you said, Data, we need to be treated with respect and Don't want to be talked to like that. We will express our feelings and opinions and wants um, any way that we need to safely and make sure that we're keeping calm when we're doing it in front of them. We have the right to set our priorities on how we want to be treated, not anyone else we're allowed to say no and stop it without guilt no matter what the holy tries to say because boy they make you try to feel guilty or bad for saying stop or don't do that well i wasn't doing anything or i didn't mean it that way and they'll do all that crap and that's literally what it is no matter what we all deserve to be treated kindly and to feel secure in our lives a lot of bullies cult leaders they're narcissists And unfortunately, we find a lot of bosses. um, People that like to be on the totem pole at work, as they would call it, um, tend to be bullies. I found a great article for businesses, and they were talking about when they have new hires, they do lectures and training, like I was saying earlier, implemented right into their policy and procedures, that they have a zero tolerance for bullying and hazing. Okay, some employers will be like, I'm not your babysitter and I'm not going to get the middle of employee drama just like you were saying at school but that's the the duties of an employee of a company is to make sure that someone is not being mistreated or abused and again that's what bullying is. It'll affect employees' productivity, their mental health, causes tension in the workplace. In some instances it can make it very toxic. Companies can face lawsuits Uh, because of bullying and it's just a basic negative environment so it's very very good for companies to try to implement and not tolerate any kind of being bullied or haste in the workplace it's very simple to set up it doesn't cost any money it shows integrity of a company it saves on future lawsuits costs company nothing or a little bit of paper, you know, a half an hour time out for training or something. They need to make it safe so that people can report it. If they don't have consequences then it's going to continue. They will not stop at all. And if you have to leave a company because or even in school you know, if you have to leave the room or whatever, you need to let them know why. And why are you leaving the room? Because I'm tired of being bullied by Sharon. And leave. And just like in a workplace, you know, if you quit work or you have to leave for the day, you need to make sure that the company knows why, and that they're aware, and you yourself get to get it out. Well thanks, my dear, for sitting here with me and all that talking you did, I don't know. That was just way too much talking. Do you have anything that you can think of that you want to add or say or anything? Have any jokes about mean bullies no. or anything? <laughs> no. So there's nothing you want to say or add to the... No. You sure? Yeah. No words of wisdom from a young.
1: Just don't give them power to keep being mean to you. That's what they like.
0: Anything else? No. no? <laughs> okay, well, we thank you for being here. A nice little short one. You can find us on reallylife20.com, which is on uh, Squarespace. I just love it. Email us at... really life 20 at gmail.com find us now on spotify and on itunes and instagram all right well we hope you're having a great day and make it a good one and we are out Out.